for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Six-pack lap it out. We got Arian Messi, Kamesi, and the 76-kilo terror. Carlita Tongotia. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay oh, good. good. Not bad, huh? Not bad. Not bad. People are going to start remembering your name soon. It's like it's like what Arnold Schwarzenegger said. No one can say my name now. Everybody can't forget it. People are gonna start remembering your name soon. You did you did a little thing, didn't you? You did a little yeah. thing recently. A little, huh? little something, something. A little something, <laughs> something. Six hundred. For anyone listening, the first seventy-six kilo lifter to cross the six hundred threshold, which is huge. Everybody remembers the first. Your previous five ninety was the biggest. So you already had the number one. It wasn't official on the international level, so it wasn't a world record, but it was the biggest total in the 76-kilo class. But this time, you're the first to cross the 600. People have talked about it. What was So this was at the Commonwealth Championship. There was a bunch of international competitions going on all at the same time, Asian Championship, European Championship, and then obviously the Commonwealth um, in New Zealand, where you're from. So leading into this, was that the goal, the 600? Yeah, it totally was the goal. Um, more so than, I mean, we kind of thought about it for nationals. We were like, could it happen? Let's see. But mm. um, I felt all the, it was good, but I felt all the pressure coming into Commonwealth because everyone was like, are you going to do it? Is it going to happen? <laughs> what about the 600? Are you going to do more? Like it was just all coming yeah. at me. Um, yeah, but it was, it was the plan. It was the goal. Like I, that's a good point where, you know, previously when you hit 590 and you loaded up your last deadlift on the 590 day for 600, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, so that was more of people didn't necessarily see you coming. That was almost like you're coming out party. Like, Hey guys, I'm here. I've arrived to an extent. It wasn't uh, like, it wasn't as big as this, but that was yeah. like for people like there are powerlifting nerds like us who, and we had been talking about you. So like the hardcores will be like, yo, there's somebody in New Zealand hasn't hit the international scene yet, but she's coming and she just hit 590. But leading into that, there wasn't pressure. There wasn't, there's this, this is different, isn't it? Like what was the feeling going into the 590 where you like, I'm capable in after this, people are going to talk or were you just like, I'll just do the best I can. Or what were your thoughts back in the 590 earlier this year? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I'm capable. Um, it's pretty cool that I did the 582, um, but I was, yeah, comfortable. I think I was comfortable. I was like, cool, I think I'm here. I think people know, um, but not really. I, I wasn't really prepared for, well, I kind of was, um, for the Commonwealth, like, chatter and and pressure. But I think I, that's the missing piece. That was the missing piece to sort of get me over the line, I think. Like, what do you think the big difference was? Because um, there's a couple key pieces in play here. Number one, I think like the fact, obviously the first across 600, whenever you do something first is special, right? Everyone's close and everyone's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all big, but who's going to be the first to hit the 600 or the first to squat a thousand like Ray or the first, whatever in the weight class is big, Right. On top of that, um, the fact that it was an international competition, you know, you're representing New Zealand. Everybody knows how difficult IPF international judging is. So nobody could say nothing about this. Like this is like as legit a 600 performance you can get. So there's a couple things like that. And um, by now, at this point, people knew. People had expectations. And that's different too. We're like, oh shit, I'm not even just lifting for myself now. Like now, like... Everyone in New Zealand, this was an international competition. You got New Zealand across the chest and it's like, fuck, people are looking at me like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. And like for all those reasons that you just said, there was 
way more going into Commonwealth than there was for nationals. You know, I was volunteering um, the day before I competed and oh, wow. in a uh, couple of days earlier, but nothing, nothing to, you know, just selling T-shirts and stuff. But it was a good chance for me to get to meet people um, and meet people from different countries. And like, pretty much all of them were just like, I can't wait to see you do the 600. Oh, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it is the plan. Yes. Me too. Yeah. But um, it just added that like extra um, bit of pressure. And I think with even the pressure is good. Of course, with it comes like a little bit of like, wait, can I do this? Right. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it now. So, oh gosh. Um, so a little bit of that was going on, but I think uh, a little bit of fear is, is helpful. Wow. There's nothing like a little, there's no pre-workout like adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> There isn't. I be- believe you me, right? Like, I don't got to tell you, but um, there's nothing. The only thing is this. So the day of adrenaline is beautiful. The day of it's the reason why a deer being chased, the top speeds are a lot more than a deer, just whatever frolicking. If that's the word they do, right. They could all of a sudden jump fences. They could never jump. Adrenaline will do beautiful things for your physical capabilities, but mentally it feels very, very shitty. It's a ter- anxiety is a terrible anxiety has to come for adrenaline to come. It's the fight or flight. So when it, when the anxiety comes, it's actually a good thing because that means you're, you're, you have, you're going to be capable, right? It's, it's going to be an amazing day. You got the most, the best adrenaline you could possibly have, but the anxiety is a terrible feeling. And when it doesn't help is when the anxiety comes early, like the night before mm. and you're like, Oh shit. Um, this, like if I was, uh, you know, it's going to keep you up all night. Now your body's thinking, why are we scared? We should stay up all night and be alert, (laughs) but no, that's the opposite. How were you dealing with this going into Commonwealth after the day before I got it? Everyone's talking to you and it's like not physical in terms of what you had to do, but you're there all day and you got interactions like crazy and you're like, okay, people are starting to know who I am. People are starting to have expectations and it wasn't a sense of, because it's an international competition. You're like, fuck, I'm representing more than me now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a, I think anyone from any country, but particularly like as a Kiwi, um, rugby is massive. The silver mm. fern, the all blacks is huge for us. And to wear the fern and literally wear it on our uniform was just like, it's always been a childhood dream of mine. And to know that I was going to do that for the first time, you know, in a, in a big federation in like the federation uh, was, I just felt so much pride and um, my family was there and, you know, they're talking about it for weeks coming up and they're making t-shirts and they're getting things ready. Um, And, you know, they're like, what, what, what numbers are we going for? You know, they don't really know the rules or whatever, but they're like, I want to know. So everyone was so invested. Um, And it was actually, I, I was enjoying it. I felt fine. Um, up until the day. So I like competed at five o'clock at night. So mm. as soon as I woke up, you know, my heart rate was a hundred steady. <laughs> like that was Ooh. my baseline. <laughs> I was just like, Oh my God, it's all coming. It's hitting me now. <laughs> did you have to do this? Did, did you have to cut weight that uh, at all? Or are you pretty comfortable? Uh, pretty comfortable. Like uh, sit at 77. So I just got weighted down um and then just ate really light on that day yeah so yeah that was fine it was weird though oh yeah why is that I just haven't done a a late comp before so to um uh weigh in was at three and there's I tried to sleep in but there's no sleeping here's the thing so I've done um like you could go super early we're like shit uh, like I'm going to, you're going to lose sleep. Like, cause obviously weigh ins two hours before, but then you're not just weighing in and there, you got to get ready, get down, whatever, like weigh in a little bit, like wake up a little early, make sure you're on weight. Cause if you have to cut 77, you're probably a pretty much bang on anyways, but if you ever did, but then, um, so there's that, but there's also like waiting around all freaking day for it. It's like, uh, like if you have a freaking ride coming, you're chilling on the couch and your friends are going to pick you up 
You're not, it doesn't matter if you're watching a movie, but you're not fully comfortable. Now augment that times 10 or a hundred more like it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're not comfortable. People can be talking to you like, oh, we got time. What do you want to do? I don't know, because it doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing. It's too long to think about it. Yeah. It's like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're like, ah, oh, six hours. it's the longest day of your life yeah um, it was in, in managing uh because when you're nervous too managing um expenditure of energy is difficult like you expend energy a lot easier so you want to like chill but like you said your heart rate's like crazy yeah yeah and one of my friends was competing in the morning and i was i was like oh my god do i watch her do i get you know I don't want adrenaline to be rushing early right. in the day, but I watched anyway. And I just watched <laughs> her. Cause I was like, I don't want to invest too much energy. And I was just like, were you cheering or were you just like I sign just language like whispering giving, giving sign out there she's like what the fuck is you doing <laughs> I, I thought you were trying to motion me you're like no trying to... but yeah it's tough i uh i totally get it especially um you know, the, the fact that it might've been historic, the fact that you're in a division that's so hot, like, like the 76 is red hot right now. What, what, like from Agatha to Jess, and we'll talk about them in a second and what they did at worlds. Like they, that throws shine obviously to all you guys who are at the top end. It only helps you. It feels like a snoozer at worlds. It's like, all right, kind of ho-hum, whatever. No, your division is red hot. Um, even like the juniors, like Laura from France is really good to come up, um, a little bit more behind you guys, but close enough anyway, young. <laughs> young and she could do it. So, um, it's, it's good to be in a division people care about, obviously. And, uh, in the fact that like you got the lead in terms of total and, um, and, but not just that you got the lead, you want to retain the lead, but you wanted to be the first across because everyone's going to remember that. Um, it's a it's a daunting task. And um, so, yeah, hats off. There was definitely, we were hyping it too. And I think a lot of people who are in the know knew. And then obviously yeah. on top of that, another thing I want to talk to you about too, though, is is like the possible implications. Um, obviously Sheffield wildcards haven't been handed out and who knows, maybe, maybe it's too late. Maybe it's on point. Maybe who knows? Maybe it's already too stacked. Maybe they already got, Agatha and Jess, maybe they want three. It's one of those. So you're like, am I, am I not? But there's so much that could be going through your head in those six hours where we're a second last an hour itself. We're like, yeah. were you thinking about all this at the time, day of, before you walked in there? Yeah, I was. And, you know, the weeks leading up because it was, you know, we were expecting wild cards, you know, after nationals, we're like, now nah, we didn't do enough. Um, we don't even qualify. So it doesn't matter. Um, but the closer you get and nobody is getting announced, we're kind of like, oh, are they waiting? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe. Uh, so each week that goes by, we're like, okay, our chance increases by 5% <laughs> to, to, for whatever we're going to do. Um, and then nothing happens by, you know, by our competitions, by Euros. And so, of course, you're thinking, okay, maybe I have a real shot here. But I think regardless, it was always 600. It was always like to go for that and be the first one and, and put ourselves on the map. Um, whether Sheffield was... If, whether it's already picked, like you said, maybe they've already got the wild cards. Um, but even if there's that small chance, um, it had to be 600. I think nothing less would have done it. I 100% agree in terms of a statement. Like you're already ahead of Jess and Agatha. You needed a little more oomph to it. And um, it was the bold 600 that everybody's going to talk about, right? That yeah. was the little more oomph. And then you could be like, whether or not the wild card comes or not, you are like, I did all I could. A, I'm closing out 2022 with all everything I could. So that's good. There's that good to that. There's that. And also you set yourself up nicely. Look, Sheffield's not going nowhere. SPD's not tanking. They're not going bankrupt in 2023. There's going to be another Sheffield. There's going to be more. There's going to be a world. There's going to be plenty more. So walking into, you know, the next world championships, walking into it, you're going to be a talk. And it's impossible to have Sheffield not talk about you now because it's your world record they're battling for. Yeah. 
Were you thinking about that as well? Yes, yes. I was like, (laughs) if it's not me, it's me still. (laughs) I'm still there. You're still going to mention me. Yeah, exactly. Yes, a little pity, but yes. (laughs) Right. And that was um, because previously it wasn't a world record that you had. It was uh, because it wasn't at the world level or international level. So that was uh, so was that also playing on your mind? It's like, look, I got I got an opportunity for. 600 to be the first and also the world record in like world record for yourself, for your home nation, but also mm. even if you're not at Sheffield, you're at Sheffield. Yeah. It's your record. You're there. Chase me. You're chasing me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah. So much goes along with the 600. Like I know. Fudge. Um, but you know, talking to people they're sort of like are you sure you want to do 600 like what if you do get invited you're shooting yourself in the foot but I just there was like no other option (laughs) it had to be that um and I'm glad that it it worked out the way that it is of course let's talk about this day so Mm. squats come um you finished off just for everyone for context let me take a look at the old yoink record here so Jess, when battling Agata in South Africa, did a 218.5 kilos, which was a world record. But you did a 223. Is that right? Hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 491 pounds. Um, how did you think squats go? You're looking for a world record. You have an opportunity for a world record. And um, leading at the squats during squats, were you like, was this the, was this the battle plan right here? Yeah, it was. Uh, that was goal. I think goal number one is like to get the total record. Goal number two was the squat record. Um, and we felt like really good with squats. Um, even warming up after my first attempt, I was like, oh, we're, yeah, that we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this feels too good. Um, but in the past, like we, we haven't, I'm still quite, I'm new to 76. Like this is my first year in it. Um, last year was the first time I squatted squatted 200 so like we're still learning about how I can jump is it you know do I I turn it into a grinder or does it just like stop Mm. um so we're still learning that stuff and so we did we lift kilos on the platform which is not a bad thing in the end um there's a really good thing for the future so yeah we did 219 seconds um and that was a tiny bit sticky. So we were like, ah, oh, not we. I don't choose my off my <laughs> numbers. Um, Dom just thought, okay, let's just keep it safe and do enough to uh, stay in the game for 600 and go for 223. And um, Which, so you going into this uh, 23 kilos onto your squat is absolutely massive. Yeah. Like that's yeah. got to be like even just attempt selection. It's got to be difficult to even, like you said, to be like, look at, I mean, this is all new to, to be like judging how, uh, you know, second attempt move. Like you said, it's like, man, this is all, all these numbers are relatively new. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, it was a little bit of practice as well. So yeah, it's just exciting because it is new and we, we don't know, we have an idea, you know, where we think it might go, but still learning. (laughs) <laughs> so i am um, and i've on my screen you frozen but as long as you can yeah. hear me i think we're good are, I are my area am i frozen on your screen no just carlina i think if you click yeah. on like the turn off the video and back on it should fix oh, it okay mm-hmm. well we can hear you oh. anyway so it's all okay good. yeah yeah um all right so moving on to the bench press you uh now obviously agatha holds the bench press world record so that was going to be off the table but yeah. you had an opportunity for Commonwealth records, which are international records. And um, so you seize those opportunities because you mm. started taking those chips nice mm. and early. Uh, you got your opener at 117.5, got your second at 122 and miss 126. Mm. Um, so was when the bench rolled around, how are you feeling? Are you, is this a rattle you at all? Or are you like, yeah. are we behind on the 600 plan? Yeah, it, we did get a little rattled because um, 
our bench calls were nice and long. <laughs> so um, we train with pauses, but that was extra pause. <laughs> right. So we, we'd actually planned to open at 122. Um, and then once we started seeing how long the calls were, brought it down to 117, which was the best thing that we could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just meant that I had to make my lifts. Like I had no buffer. Um, it was like do or die after my second attempt bench. You know, that is the good calls at like a, a good handle. Sorry. Who's your handle leader? You said Dom. Most Dom. Yeah. My coach. Perfect. Cause that's what you want to do. You adjust to the day. And some people yeah. don't, they'll see like, if you're noticing, especially if you're the one of the later flights, these bench calls are very difficult. Hey, these squat calls are very difficult. Go deeper adjust, mm. lower the openers, get one mm. in. Cause when you start missing and you, it, 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 it not only does it psychologically harm you, but physically yeah. you start emptying the tank. You guys made mm. a good call. Cause can you imagine you only got yeah. your openers and you missed two? Oh my God. Yeah, no, I'm grateful. I'm really lucky to have a coach who's a, a good at game day as well. So it, it just makes, it's the perfect combination. <laughs> right. So yeah. going into the uh, deadlifts, how are you feeling? Are you, so you're thinking now I need to go three for three to hit this 600. You know that you have to finish with a 255. So is it kind mm. of reverse engineering this? I'm sure Dom knows the magical number going into the deadlifts. He already knows. All right. Mm. We missed that third bench. He probably has already got it calculated. Like 255 mm. is where we got to go. We got to get you there to 255. Yeah. Did you know yeah. did you know yourself? Were you like, fuck me? I look at uh, I'm trying not to pay attention, but I know it's 255. Uh, that was me literally. I usually don't like to know. I don't like to know how much is in it or what I what I need to do. I just like to approach everything with like it's everything or nothing. <laughs> like I need right. it all. Um, but he came up to me and he said, This is gonna be really hard. <laughs> you need to give it everything you have. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, what a, do I have to deal with this 60? What am I going to have to do? Um, right. So I did, I got my calculator out and I was like, oh, 255. Okay. That's fine. Because I've been wanting to do that anyway. That's the plan. <laughs> so, um, but he still scared the shit out of me. So <laughs> I, was, I had that adrenaline going. So I knew it was 255. It had to be 255. And he jumped it so that we secured the, chipped the world record at, uh, our first attempt and then just nice. took it from there. Yeah. And, um, cause you previously on the platform, your best was two fifty. Yes. And what was the biggest you would hit in the gym leading into this? Uh, uh, uh just, a. so I never hit what I'm going to hit, uh, on the day in the gym. I always do variations. So I'll do like overload, um, like a 260, but it's reverse band or mm. yeah. So I ne- we never know. Um, and the heaviest actual deadlift I hit was a 242 double. Damn. So this, this makes it really spicy then. Yes. You're walking in here legitimately <laughs> like, well, <laughs> well, well we've done it before. We can well, do it again. <laughs> yeah. No bands out here. You, anybody got some bands out here? <laughs> like, that's I can do. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, so when you're about to walk out and it's 255, earlier this year, you had loaded up for the last deadlift and missed for that 600. Now this time's different. This time, the hype around the 76 is everyone just watched in South Africa, the battle between Jess and Agata. And it was probably the biggest battle of the entire IPF World Championships, men's, women's, whatever weight yeah. class. It was probably it. Um, uh, and everyone now is talking, this is almost like an encore of the 76s. And there's hype around you now. And everyone the next, the day before was like, are you going to do it? You're going to do it. Everybody, yeah. I got news for me. Everybody leading up was like on podcasts yeah. and everything. Like, is she going to do it? She's going to do it. Mm. It all comes down to this. And the bar is loaded. You're back there. What are you mm-hmm. thinking? When, as you walk out here, you're like, holy fuck. The first cross 600, possibly Sheffield at the very least, you know, a star is born mm-hmm. if I hit this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I was pretty emotional, obviously, and uh, a lot of hype. And, you know, I can hear my family screaming, like everybody screaming. Um, but I'm a very, uh, not calm, but I try to be as calm as possible when I lift. So I kind of just go to my dark place and 
I had this song playing called um, The Drum and it's about, it's basically a come out song. Like, this is me, I'm here. And I was just like, this is what it is. You know, That's perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm about to make my stamp on this. And I know I have so much belief in myself that this is going to move. Yeah, uh, so, that that freaking um, venue, it looked packed mm. and it was like a rock concert. I couldn't believe <laughs> how many people were in the stands and the way they were cheering and everything. It was the wildest. Mm. It was crazy. I, yeah, that uh, after my first squat, when I saw all of that, I was just like, oh my God, I don't need to throw the salts away. I don't need it. I'm already like <laughs> super hyped. <laughs> yeah. It was wild. It was, um, I mean, New Zealand really showed up. Uh, I don't know. Here's the thing. It's, it's such a, like a, a tremendous voyage for a lot of people that like you want it to go well when you guys get an international. I mean, obviously New Zealand has hosted the Oceanas and invitationals, but those are mostly like obviously regional events for there. But mm. in terms of the Commonwealth championships, I mean, Canada had a, like a full team being sent and we are like as far on the other side of the world mm. as it gets um britain india like freaking jamaica whatever like it was commonwealth yeah. is like so many nations showed up when i look at the um you know let's take a look at the i pull up the roster of who was there whoop got the wrong one there i saw sweden i was like nope sweden's not part of uh <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, from Austria, Scotland, Wales, um, obviously New Zealand, England, Ireland, uh, Ireland, yeah, and uh, Isle and, of Man, like, and it's it's funny because you would have some lifters that you know some people chose like from the Asian Championships, like obviously England or sorry India could have went to either the Asian Championships or the Commonwealth Championships, both happening at the mm. same time. And some of them went to, I mean, we had a little bit of cluster of both as I, as I peruse through mm. here. So, I mean, it was a true international event, um, yeah. and, which is like, and how was that also like seeing so many international people from around the world there? Oh, it was awesome. It was so cool to see. And I knew there was like 600 people enrolled or whatever, um, but I still didn't imagine the scale of the people that arrived in New Zealand. And we had the opening ceremony and me knowing that like culturally, so the um, native people of New Zealand are Maori. And so we've got a lot of culture, a lot of customs. Um, and they made that a part of the opening ceremony, oh, which nice. was massive for us. Um, and even better that everybody was there. Every country showed up and took part. And I think it just really set an, an awesome tone for the whole week. Um, so massive big ups to the um, to the New Zealand uh, Federation for sorting that out because it was amazing. You know, the stadium was the theater was full. Oh, it was that, amazing! That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that they picked an amazing venue for software viewing, like yeah. like you could see it from everywhere, which is a tough thing with powerlifting because um, sometimes if you have rows stacked when you're at the back, it's harder to see because it's not. You know, it's, it's, you're not viewing downwards, but this place was packed first off. And did they do, um, the, uh, what do you call that? The all blacks chant thing? Yeah. So they did. Yeah. The haka, um, is what it is which is like, like a, a, a war type of, um, a war cry basically. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, they opened with that, um, and that always gets people riled up. Dude, so people were crazy. very ready. <laughs> it was like, look at if I'm like, I'm Canadian. If I show up and like the locals are doing that war cry, be like, holy shit. It is when done right. When you see people do it right. It is mm. like with like passion. Like it mm. is like a, they're like emotional into it. I, I've never seen nothing yeah. like it before in my life. It's, in, yeah. it's crazy. It's like world famous. Yeah, totally. There was, yeah, I think I, I definitely, as I heard it going, being Māori myself and growing up with that stuff, uh, shed a tear. I was like, this is amazing for our country. It's exactly like if you're going to picture a moment, this is it, right? Mm. Did you have people mm. recording this for you? Uh, yes. Okay, yes, good. yes, yes, they did. <laughs> okay, in like the, the background, 
uh, like like in the warm up room leading up to some of that stuff as well? Yeah, the um, warm up rooms were amazing. Again, they did a really good job. They had two stages at the uh, at the beginning, two platforms because there was bench press as well as equipped and Olympic Special Olympics. So mm. they had that in the beginning. By the time the opens, we all moved to the theater. We had eight warm up racks, so we weren't really sharing. Like everything was just yeah. perfect. It was a tight squeeze, but <laughs> we didn't have to share. And not that sharing is bad, but, you know, it takes a lot of pressure off having to warm up because, you know, you basically have your own rack. It, I mean, yeah, it depends who you're sharing with. Depends what the rivalry might be. Like, it's mm. one thing if you had a spread on, on the other lifters and we're going for, you know, 600. But if you were in the back and it's like Agatha, Jess, yeah. Laura, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. True. And you're like, all right, we're not sharing. This is crazy. No. <laughs> like, this is, like, we're not competing all fucking day. Like, 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 I'm not competing with your warmups now as well. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I've seen like, you see some weird stuff happen where some people like, I want to go on your fucking warm up platform as well. It's like, dude, you're number two nomination. I'm number one. We're not doing this. Bro. Let's compete on the platform and that's it. Thank you. But, um, did you have a, by chance though, is, was there like media teams that were taking video footage of mm. you in the warm up or like anyone for, in terms of that, like in the league yeah. like that? There, yeah, there was, there's like the main media team and they were doing I think both me and uh, Evie so Good. we haven't seen them yet but there is footage so it will be cool to see how that ends up it, the big thing with that and the reason why it's important to get it is even if the original package isn't isn't like a like a like a documentary style hmm. things can get repurposed get the hmm. moment get the footage of you there Get the moment captured. Like, uh, fucking, I'm the king of repurposing, right? This is what King of yeah. does, right? Mm. <laughs> like, like, literally reposting. But even when I have people on the podcast and I take snippets of previous events of theirs, and then I take, um, you know, things when they're when they're talking on the podcast, clips of audio, and then I mm. dice it in. And I repurpose mm. things for people all the time just when I'm promoting podcasts or storylines. But when you have the footage like that, at some point yeah. when you talk, look back, you'll be in studio in the last, what's the significance of crossing 600? What's the, mm. and you talk about it. That's why it's so important to, to have those moments captured. And um, so I'm glad. Mm. And, and I mean, everything, not just the platform, but behind, yeah, behind. You know, if they can get you the most, the better. I know it's shitty. You like yeah. to have a camera crew around you and you're like <laughs> waiting to make waiter or whatever the shit, but uh, like, man, these moments pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never thought about it like that, actually, because it's not it's not a big thing here having people follow you around with a camera. I mean, it looks like it's semi normal um, in the US or like when you're watching the French videos. Um, but we're just starting to do that over here. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm thankful that um, SBD got uh, a video, a videographer for us. So it was SBD. OK, gotcha. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I mean, they do amazing work. First off, they're, they're they do amazing work with their videos. First off, and um, yeah, so that's good. And I mean, there was at one point there was Brett Gibbs. Were you into powerlifting when Brett Gibbs was around? I I started just when he finished, so um, gotcha. I was just do you, after. Do you think he left it because he's afraid? Is that what you're saying? He ducked you? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Gosh, the king of foresight. <laughs> That's the king of foresight. He's like, I see what's happening. I see what's happening. I'm going to exit now while I'm ahead because I'm going to. I see what's going on. Um, no, but he he was a, like and is a superstar because I remember we had nationals and he was helping out. That was in 2018, and I didn't know who he was, but we were walking down through the town and they were like, "Do you know who that guy is?" Really? So, <laughs> that's Brett Gibbs. Like, okay, I'll I'll go and Google him later. <laughs> no shit. 2018 would have been he would have beat Russ or he at the IPF World Championships. Yeah, so that would have been just after. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. after. Yes, because I, I I did know Evie, and so I knew she had just done world. So yeah, yeah. He, um, and he would have been the heaviest person to total 
10 times body weight and his total at world championships. Not only did he beat Russell or he, but he also out-totaled the weight class above him. Like he was, that wow. was like his, that was his pinnacle. He was like the mm. guy. And mm. uh, it is big for like, you know, for like you said, for New Zealand. And it's yeah. funny how, you know, when stars come up like this, like Brett helped popularize powerlifting in New Zealand to a large extent, because when people are looking for things and you find out like somebody local to your nation is doing something at, at a global level, mm. not just national mm. level. Oh, he's, he's from my hometown in nationally. No, no they're winning at a global level, it helps popularize. And not to put more pressure on you, but like <laughs> you for sure are carrying that torch now, you know, having <laughs> done what you just did, which is kind yeah. of funny. You you meeting yeah. him, he left. <laughs> he left as you yeah. came in. And, yeah. um, and here we are. Oh, yeah, man. That hasn't even hit me yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, well, talking about the world championships. So... Did you watch the the world championships in South Africa? Yeah, yeah, totally. Who do, who did you think was going to win leading in? I who did I think? I, I were you in the fantasy league? We could we we could fact check this. Don't change it because oh, you don't no. guess one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to commit too hard to things. Like okay. That. <laughs> um, uh, I think I was I was team Jess because I was just you know she was the champ and looking at how she was moving I was just like she's done it before she's got the experience and she can do it again and my coach was team Agatha and oh. yeah so I remember this is why I remember because we were opposites on this one um but the the battle uh I don't think I expected the battle that happened it was amazing it, it was it was insane it was um yeah I mean, obviously, like I'm Canadian, Jess is Canadian, but I knew Agatha, like Agatha's, an, uh, like she's been on the podcast. She's super sweet. And mm. um, I knew it was going to be a battle, but to your point, the way they volleyed the world records back and forth, like Jess taking the squat, Agatha coming back, taking the bench. And mm. then here we go in the deadlifts and mm. Jess being pushed literally to the limit where she has to load up the biggest deadlift in IPF yeah. history in the classic division. Like, like, and this isn't the biggest weight class, right? So mm. like, there are bigger women walking around and Jess is like loaded up. And it's like, do you realize mm -hmm. what you're going to have to do? And they're like loaded up. And yeah. I remember seeing Jess um, in the wings. Cause from my commentating booth, I can view just off stage when the lifter is waiting to be told bars loaded and I remember seeing Jess's expression in the Canadian team behind her. And it was like, literally like a, a boxer or an MMA fighter waiting to go out mm. when their mm. song starts. And I remember I was standing up and you could feel, you could feel yeah. it in the room. You could feel the energy in the room and I could feel it in my chest. Like it was, people talk about moments like it was palpable. Like you could feel it. I'm telling you, like you could feel yeah. anxiety, you could feel excitement. And I was like, holy shit, this is, this is, this is what uh, sports is all about. It all, it's going to come down to the biggest deadlift ever. And if, and it's all or nothing, and this is the perfect storyline. And, yeah. um, in that moment when you were watching, you know, how were you feeling knowing like, okay, this is my weight class. I might be, I'm probably going to be facing these ladies at the, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm, these are rivals, but also people that like you, you'd be like, fuck, this is actually exciting entertainment. Mm. Like, what were you feeling in this moment? Uh, I, I don't even think I was thinking about myself watching the battle happen because like, like you said, uh, just like with my 600, with her 260, that there was so much more than just the 260. You know, there was her having to pull it to win it. There was now, after watching her um, Sheffield video, she was probably thinking about Sheffield and how she missed out last time. And so there was so much writing on it. But um, And then to pull it, and it, it looked okay. Like, it didn't look like a, the hardest thing in the world. You're like, She, she shook. <laughs> she, she was shaking, but it was... Like she was definitely shaking. She her face. She makes funny facial expressions yeah. when she's pulling. She's giving it. But yeah. um. But you're right. Like you get the feeling. It wouldn't matter if it was a couple more. Whatever the kilos, she was, was gonna going to pull it. But yeah. that celebration afterwards. Holy fuck. 
<laughs> when she leaped up in the air and did the, yeah. like, a Hulk smash or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's great to watch. Um, and, you know, like, again, just with her um, Sheffield video that came out today, you know, she was talking about the last, was it the Sweden? When was that? 2020? 2019. Uh, yeah. 2019. And I was watching her at work, like in between patients. I was watching her oh. and and she was pulling 250, I think, to, and then she just missed 257. But I was just like, this is crazy. Like two years ago, I was running late and <laughs> seeing patients so that I could watch this girl. And I just couldn't even fathom that I would do that one day. I was that wasn't even crossing my mind. And so now to watch her and be like, okay, I need to do this. You know, that's, it's a different response. And it's just like, it's crazy when I think about it. Isn't it where one time you're, you're, yeah, you're at your work and you're fangirling like, holy fuck, this is crazy. And then the next time you see her doing it, you're watching a peer. She's a peer. As a matter of fact, um, you've totaled more and you're hoping to total more at the international scene. And it's like, mm. and you could still like appreciate what's happening, but it's different now. It, yeah. you know, this is different now. <laughs> like you guys in pretty soon, you guys are going to be clawing for the same prize mm. and there can only be one, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, uh, it's when, yeah, I, you know, Jess or sorry, Agatha was saying, said the same, like somewhat similar. Um, well, she even said, actually, she went a step further. She's like, look, at when I got in, Jess was like somebody that I look up to like an idol. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to be like Jess. So when mm-hmm. I ended up, Agatha came in there as the world champion in equipped and Jess was the world champion in classic. So it was world champion versus world champion. There can only mm-hmm. be one. Let's sort it out, which is a beautiful clash, right? You got two mm-hmm. world champions. Now we'll have a world champion in equipped, a world champion in classic in the world record holder. You get no better. It's so perfect. You get, it's, it's a beautiful storyline. Wherever it happens, in the Sheffield Worlds, whatever, yeah. it is like, it is perfect. In terms mm. of like, you get no star-studded cast of characters, right? And um, and Agatha was saying like, watching her, even though I know she's going to take it, she was like, couldn't help but be like, fuck, I, I don't want to see her miss it either though. Right. Yeah. She was like, cheering. Yeah. she's like, Damn. she knows she's 19. She knows she's 19 or she just turned 20. So she knows like, I'm going to be around. Yeah. Even if Jess wins this, I'll be around. But here's the problem for Agatha. Here's the problem. You're also around. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes i think about that like meme with uh superman and then jason Momoa is like behind and i'm like yeah, i feel like right. i'm like doing this to them <laughs> that is that is entirely it it's um yeah and, and i mean look at in the future like in sports uh you know you guys could have rivalries back and forth where like one year one person gets it another year the other person gets it depending on the condition injuries or whatever the heck right it could be like a good sports rival or um it could be look at ladies you guys had your moment Mm. it's my time now when (laughs) when you were watching this when you were watching this and they did 585 jess wins on body weight Mm. so all right you were excited you weren't thinking about yourself initially you you were you were taking in the moment and um, can you, is your camera back on yet? I keep trying to turn it okay. on, but it just won't. That's okay. We'll, we'll put in a picture of you or something. But, um, but, uh, put Jason Mamor. No, no. That's or, what I'm Or Khabib. Or Khabib. Yeah. <laughs> for, Take for, a pic. We'll go back and forth with it. We'll go back and forth with it. Every year to play, we got ideas. Um, but when you're watching that, so after that passes, Jess wins. Yeah. And you sunk in, holy fuck, Jess won, you know, retain the title. That was amazing. Everybody's a buzz. Now, what are you thinking in terms of, you know, where you fit into this and um, possibilities of clashing with these ladies and what are your thoughts? Yeah. Not long after I, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say like, if I was in there and if I had my day, you know, I would have been right in that battle and potentially won. Like, of course, I believe in myself so much. I, I have to, to, to um, be up there with these ladies. And sure. so 
yeah, not long after she got her deadlift, I was like, oh, that's what I missed out on, but mm. I'm going to get them one day <laughs> and one day soon. Um, and I'm just so glad that Commonwealth was an opportunity for me to put all that work out on the platform and and pl- just make my mark and be like, I'm here too. Um, it's not, we don't get to meet up yet, but we're going to meet up definitely next year at some point. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm like, oh, this class is so exciting. You, you don't get to see a top three like this or even a top five, you know, like who yeah, knows stacked. what the other girls are doing right now. Like they're just as um, up there, you know, past 550 into the 560s. So it's just so exciting. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. Uh, like, honestly, if you were there and let's say like, obviously you, you want to have been there and won, right? But let's say you were there. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants in life, you, you, the expression is, you know what you want, but it might not be the best thing for you just because you want it. And you'll, you'll always want things right away. So put it this, and what I mean in this scenario, let's say you were there and let's say, cause you got the biggest total. So that's fair. Like, obviously you got to believe in yourself. Plus you have the biggest total. So you have reason to, you're not just talking, right? You've, you've totaled <laughs> at an international event, but let's say you're there and let's say you want, but would the 76 be this hot? Would the division be this hot? Would like in terms of what's about to happen and the eyes that were on you on Commonwealth, like would Commonwealth in your host nation have been as big now? That would have been stepped down for sure. For sure. That you can't win the world championships against guess and <laughs> Jess and Agata. And then the Commonwealth afterwards is gonna be it's it's like a, a victory lap. It's like a, you know what I mean? It's like it's not the yeah. actual like the way everything played out with the 76 is having the literally the 76 is stole the show at worlds oh. and Jess is, was a superstar before. Now Jess is a mega superstar. And now Agatha is like, uh, like a way yeah. like her, she's a star as well. And people who didn't follow equip lifting. And, and a lot of people don't follow equip lifting that now they, they, they were told her story. No, she's a world champion in equipment. So they got to be introduced mm-hmm. to how quality she is. And because that happened if you were there all of that excitement might it wouldn't it wouldn't have played out like that anyways even if you didn't win let's say like something weird happens you don't you know you don't total what you wanted to total your total drop or whatever even if you don't win it 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 wouldn't have been like a three-way might not have been the same type of atmosphere and like it um you know, it's almost, it's better this way in the long run. And then Commonwealth's host nation, you're representing host. That's where the first 600 crossing happens in New Zealand, representing your families there for you in terms of your family being there, the first lady to do it. Cause everything you want is still on the table to happen. Only it's bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. bigger if you wait, how many times I've told people and we get this in life, trust me, it'll be bigger if you wait just mm. wait a minute wait a minute oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean I think it, it happened exactly the way it needed to happen for all of us you know for to it's been simmering away and the heat is starting to turn up um I'm hungrier because it happened the way oh, yeah. that it happened you know the if you I got held back for six months and then 600 happened. So this is, this, uh, you're right. It happened exactly the way that it needed to happen. Um, yeah. And now that everything's played out the way it is um, and, and Sheffield is looming, who do you think should go to Sheffield? What would you, obviously mm. you're going to like yourself to go in there, but mm. Would you say, would you like to see you Jess for something new? Because Jess has already got a like going. Um, mm. do you want Agatha there? Do you how do you think this what do you because here's a th- yeah. here's a problem, you're gonna take something away from someone else somewhere. Yeah, so, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts? I, I think early on, like I don't I personally don't think you can take that away from Agatha. I think she stamped uh her spot. At, with what she did at Worlds. And it's so hard to separate them because they did tie. Um, it's just like sort of semantics that separates them in this spot. Um, so I do think that Agatha should go and I would love to join them um, in this battle. Uh, I think 
after Leah's um, performance, a hundred percent, she's you know she's a wild card. She has to be. There's phenomenal. She's the number one. She's the the goat of females right now. Um, after uh, Jad Jacob Jacob Jad Jacob, yep, <laughs> yeah. After her performance just now, I think she's got to go too. Um, her and Joy is going to be an amazing matchup. Yeah, that was re- that was close yeah. second. That was a close second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and it's only going to get more exciting. So the fifty sevens and the seventy sixes, and I think too the eighty four plus. Like we're seeing some girls coming up who are going to make that an exciting class too. So I'm really excited for that one. Um, but I think those three spots are pretty much solidified in my mind. I think those are the three people who should go. And then the fourth, I just, I hope it's me. I've, d- I've done everything that I think I can do. You know, I took the regional comp. Uh, I'm an SBD athlete. I tried to do something crazy uh, and did it. But at the same time, if it's already picked and whatever, it's it's not worth getting too upset about it, to be honest. I mean, it's a good cash pot <laughs> that you bad. miss out on. Would be a mad good at one. that. Yeah, yeah. Would not be mad at that. But that would, I think, in this journey, that would be a bonus um, to me. And um, and again, I mean, there's going to be more. This is going to happen mm. regardless. And, uh, and the plan for you obviously is like, I, I mean, I think you show up like I, who knows what's going to happen with Sheffield, but you show up at the world championships, it is going to be like, it's going to steal the show. And if you, I think if you win or podium, the whole podium might be going to Sheffield again after that. Like <laughs> if it's as good as what would just happen, it's just yeah. what you want as a sports fan is to see showdowns. And that's why, um, I think you're 100% right in terms of Agatha and Jess. And because it happened at the open world championships um, and everyone's seen it, it's such a good calling card audition for everybody to be like, would you want to see a rematch? Or was like, well, yeah, let's see a rematch. Let's, let's sort this out. And then with Jad and Joy, almost the exact same, only half a kilo separated them. And then um, just by chance, both of them compete afterwards. And yeah, Joy broke the world record. Jad comes back breaks her world record by half a kilo again. And now Jad's in the lead. And it's like, we got a rivalry that needs to be sorted as a sports fan. It's like, let's see a competitive rivalry get sorted out. Um, But uh, so you're right with those, but yeah, I mean, it's good that you guys are still tight as opposed to if you go to like, if you total like 620, it's like, (laughs) all right, well, I mean, it's you're ahead, but you're maybe too far ahead to be riveting. (laughs) Um, do you watch, did you have a chance to watch like much of the Euros or were you this like way too deep into it? Yeah, I was pretty deep into the Commonwealth, but just, just sort of like the stuff that, uh, people were posting, looking at stories and reels. So Mm. I I did see the highlights of it. Um, yeah. And Evie's going to Sheffield. It would be, is it, well, is it just Evie going to Sheffield from New Zealand? Yeah, it's just Evie. Okay. From this side of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice to have two people from New Zealand, though. It's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe invite Brett Gibbs while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Look, was Brett Gibbs there at this event? Uh, no, I didn't see him. No. I oh. wonder what the heck he's been up to. I reached out to him. I talked to him every now and then. And mm. um, I'm not sure what he's been up to. Does he, mm. is he, do you know, is he like, in the scene in terms of New Zealand, like do you see him around? Do you know if he's like doing coaching and stuff and you see him around or I haven't seen him for a long time and I follow him, but I haven't also seen anything like posted. I think like he he gave us a little teaser of benching, not like maybe a few months ago, but then told us that he'd never be able to lock out. So <laughs> we're like, oh <laughs> um, but no, I haven't really I haven't seen much. When you when you first got into powerlifting, who was it that you were that you were the most into? Mm. Mm. When I when I first got in, the people I knew about was like Isabella von Weissenberg mm. and Annika Zielander. It's like those seventy twos, and then I quickly learned about Jess. So she's been my deadlift idol for ages. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of funny because you know you start talking to these idols that you have and the most recent uh, message that 
is in the the feed is like from 2018 where I'm completely fangirling and being like you did amazing oh! you're, so inspiring. <laughs> you're, like, you're like don't scroll up don't scroll up you're like holy it's shit it's a little <laughs> bit embarrassing you're like oh I forgot to delete that fucking message I never thought you'd look I never thought you'd look you're like oh no uh, yeah, but it's cool. <laughs> Jess, did Jess message you? Yeah, she did. She congratulated me and I just said, you know, I'll see you there soon. No shit, man. <laughs> see yeah. you she soon. Actually, yeah, I'll see you <laughs> soon, boy. Um, yeah, and I love that. Uh, hey, set location. When you gave the Khabib and you're like, yeah, I was feeling myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to drop the sound bites when you have a moment. The sound bite? Yeah, you got to oh. drop the sound bites when you have a moment. I was feeling that sudden location. <laughs> <laughs> what about Agatha? Did she reach out to you? Uh, I, I haven't talked to her very much. No. I think she's busy with her um, own, like, uh, sportsmanship award. And <laughs> What did she get? <laughs> she must... well, she, actually, she competed as well. Yeah, and competed. Actually, I think I like... she, she got, like, a special sportsmanship award from the IPF. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah, I did see that post. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. A special sportsman. Oh, yeah. It's, that's probably because fair, she was. Fair play award from Secretary General of the International Fair Play Committee in Denmark. Ah. Mm. Well, what a, like, I'm surprised. Yeah, see, that's like, it's a nice award, but that's like a award <laughs> like Taylor Atwood ain't never going to get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, a, that's an award. Some some dudes would be like, I don't want that fucking award. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> that's straight. That's straight soft, man. Don't don't. I don't want to be nominated for that award. Carlina just award me Sheffield. Damn it. That's right. Yeah. Just send, send location. Me location. Yeah. Send that location. That's it. I don't need that kind of award. Um, no, that's fair enough. So now that you've done 600, what are do you have any future goals in terms of numbers or like? What, what what's the future hold for Carlina? Um, so I guess you know going into it, six hundred was the goal. We did have like a a tertiary goal of um of trying to get number three on GL points. Um, so to move above Corolla, um, but we didn't get that. So my future goal is just to climb up that 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 ladder, um, the way that Leah did. And maybe um, a little bit better. <laughs> and what's uh do you see yourself staying a 76 for the foreseeable future, or do you ever plan on moving up to 84? That's quite the hike. It's a mm. big jump from 76. Um, no, I, I don't plan on moving ever, moving up or moving down. Um, I've been lifting for five years, and you know, you grow when you start lifting and I think I've done that <laughs> I started off as like cutting to 64 um in a different federation and um 76 is just the perfect place it's just yeah it's just a little bit crazy how perfect it is for me compared to just being a 72 last year it makes all the freaking difference powerlifting history would be changed if they just move like, cause eight kilo jumps is massive in mm. powerlifting history can completely change. You just find different arbitrary numbers for mm. the, the caps. Cause all of a sudden what is comfortable for some people is hell to make, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, and I'm glad yeah. that they made the 76 and the women oh. have more weight classes now. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and then very biased because it's just worked out so well for me. <laughs> I mean, well, there you go. I mean, imagine just like, imagine history didn't change. Imagine it was still 72. Yeah. You'd be killing yeah. yourself to make it And you know, how that would that impact your performance? I'm oh, sure okay. you're, you're not the only one either. Cause Jess was making those cuts down to 72. Now it's easier for go 76. Agatha has yeah. been doing the light 84s when she doesn't have to cut. And she's mm. been weighing whatever, 79. So 76 is a good spot for her. So it seems to be uh, a good spot for a lot of the athletes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny. When that when that 72 split happened, there was a lot of talk, obviously. Like there is about like, should they have split that weight class? Should they have done another weight class, like inserted it somewhere else? Um, and you could, you could insert it uh, because the... 84 to 84 plus obviously mm. can be a massive jump. Massive. But mm. here's the thing. While it's true, the gap between 
Amanda Lawrence, and let's say the ladies we now see in 84 plus can be quite great. So if you fall in between that, um, it's, it's, you're, you're not going to, you're just not going to be competitive as, as an 84 uh-huh. plus you have to make 84. And some of these ladies are like, look, I'm too big to make 84, but I'm nowhere near big enough to compete with those ladies in 84 plus. But here's the thing. Even when this happened, I was like, there isn't, you have to look at where the cluster of talent is though. And there's not enough 84 pluses to warrant start splitting them up and whatnot. Cause it just isn't the talent yeah. pool there. Whereas the 72s, um, I was saying you split the set people like the 72s are so deep and rich at division. Cause the 2019 worlds, if you remember <clears throat> like the one you were watching was absolutely stacked and they were like, why would you want to split that up? And it's like, that is, that's the class yeah. that can withstand it. And look at the 69s now and the 76s now. When Leah is going to enter the 69s for Sheffield, she's already announced it, and we'll moonlight back and forth. Chandler Babb, Marta Jenner, and and all the rest Mm. of the 69s you have, as well as look at the fucking 76s. It was Mm. definitely the right one to split up and put into So much depth. So much depth in these classes. For sure. Um, Yeah, like imagine they stayed 72. You know, it, it, it would not have been the same, but uh, yeah, thank God for that. Um, yeah. A couple of questions I want to ask you just for people to get to know you a little better before we let you go here. I want to ask a couple more personal ones, easy ones though. Don't worry. Um, what is your favorite movie and actor? Favorite movie. I'll just say the recent one, because I watched it to try stay up late for Commonwealth um, was King Richard. Uh, oh, the controversial. Yeah, That's <laughs> now know. controversial. Let's forget, let's forget about the controversy behind it. <laughs> but um, look, I'm, I'm a sucker for uh, like parents coaching because my parents coached me my whole life in a different sport. And so a lot of it resonated with me. Um, yeah, love a good sports movie. Uh, actor? <laughs> I'm Say pretty Will useless. Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Because <laughs> that's how I approach the game. You keep that fair. You keep that fair. Play trophy to Agatha. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> I always pick a controversial thing. Do you, um, do you got a favorite actor? You could name a couple if you if you want to stretch it. Uh, I think I just don't have one. I just don't think about it. That fair much. enough. Um. We'll say Will Smith. Arian, put that in there. Um, <laughs> um, how about favorite music and band or artist? Uh, at the moment, there's a lot of pop, <laughs> like Dua and Ariana Grande. Oh, wow. Uh, what am I, a teenager? <laughs> no, I'm 30. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, what was the other one? Favorite artist. Yeah, so your genre is essentially like pop then. Yeah, do you have yeah. a favorite artist, do you think? Um, what the rap told me that it was Tualipa. That's not good. That's not a good choice. <laughs> what was it? Sorry. <laughs> the Spotify rap told me it was Tualipa. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. It is what it is. That's that's facts. <laughs> that's stats. It is what it is. Um, and how about your favorite food? I love cheesy, cheesy, cheesy pizza. Oh, fuck. Pizza is <laughs> something like, I can listen, pizza you can have for breakfast, lunch, dinner. You have the same damn thing the next day and it still tastes. Sometimes he, sometimes better. he's better. Sometimes. Yeah, so, like, sometimes better for breakfast. It's, I mean, it's, it's the craziest. Pizza is like, who doesn't like pizza? What psychopath yeah. doesn't like pizza? What are we talking about here? Um, and, uh, and hey, I bet you they got good pizza in Malta. I was going to say, you better yeah. stay away from Ryan the night before you compete, though. He's going to try and get you to go out to dinner. Jess is going to pay him off. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, this this rumor, someone said, people go in my DMs. This is, that rumor is never going <laughs> to die. But someone was in my DMs the other day and saying about, like, stay away from whatever. Stay your door. You're oh. going to be... If they're if they're seen with you, they're gonna miss weight or whatever. But uh, oh, yeah, no. did you hear that rumor? Yeah, I did. And I was like, what? I don't know. Like, why, why would I do that? 
do that. And they were like, yeah. Oh, the French coaches are so pissed off at you, bro. <laughs> like, why not the dot? Because they were probably actually with her. They were probably yeah. with her the night before. Like she was yeah. obviously cutting the night before. No, no, she was eating with you food. Lots of food, bro. <laughs> It seems impossible. Like, why would anyone do that? But people believed it. They believed it. <laughs> I had people coming up to me. And the funny thing is, it was Jess who was like, I had a couple people ask me about it. I thought it was hilarious, but I let them believe that it actually happened. Because it was, I was like, why would you just tell them? Because I think Jess actually was, I didn't want to say Jess might even been with her cutting or something. Anyways. <laughs> it is what it is i'm sure new maybe rules. will smith will come up to you and <laughs> that's right will smith would be like that's foul man that was foul and you know what i'm about to do when you deserve it but uh but yeah so anyways listen i appreciate you coming on this um before we let you go one last question mm. for all the 76ers in the world that are listening to this right now what's your message to them for 2023 Train hot, because I'm coming. The 76 kilo tear is coming. <laughs> it's only the beginning. Listen, I appreciate you coming on. Um, hopefully, I see you in Malta. I'm assuming. I mean, you're already qualified in the whole nine, right? Yeah. Or? Yeah, it's okay. happening. Yeah. All right. This That's a done deal. I will see you um, at the very least in Malta. And, yeah. and, and who freaking knows? We'll see when the wild cards roll out. Maybe I see who you knows? in Sheffield. Maybe I'll stay you'll- ready. Maybe you'll be stay ready. That's stay ready. So you got to get ready. Maybe I see you at Sheffield. Maybe maybe you come in and and watch or whatever the hell. Who the frick knows? But um, I'll see you soon. And uh, congratulations on everything. And much appreciated. Thank you for coming on the podcast. By the way, we got to have you back. Thanks. You're a great conversationalist. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for the shout outs. Thank you for all of that. Um, it's been a cool ride, and I can't wait to keep going. Yeah, well, I'm sure you will. We're about to film the uh, Commonwealth recaps, and I got a feeling your name's going to get mentioned a little bit more as well. So <laughs> it is what it is. This is what success brings. Uh, but thank you for coming on. We have to have you back. And cool. um, I got a feeling you're going to be doing a whole lot more podcasts. You keep <laughs> what you're doing, especially leading into all these big events. Like you said, Sheffield or not, they're going to have to talk about you. You're in the conversation. <laughs> You're unavoidable yeah. now. Yeah, had to do it. Had to do it that way. It is what it is. All right. <laughs> Talk to you later. Good luck with everything. See ya. Good night. See Bye. Bye.